What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. And it's so good to have you here on Million Dollar Mindset Radio. I'm really, really looking forward to today's show, and I hope that you really are willing to answer some tough questions of yourself and and take a look at the way that you think, the way that you've been thinking, the way that you've been taught to think, the way that you choose to think, because that's what today's show is about. It's about having a negative attitude and the impact that that has on us, uh, both physically and in, in terms of success and wealth and relationships and everything. So we're going to talk a little bit about attitude today and why you might want to reconsider answering that question that everybody asks, how was your day today in the way that you answer that? You know, are are you prone to go on with uh, really talking about your day and and the negative troubles about your day and all of the negativity that you encounter during the day? Or are you someone who tries to put a positive spin on your answer? You know, at times we all have a negative attitude. It's just the consequence of allowing our minds to wander and get carried away with negative thoughts, beliefs, and scenarios. And I am certainly not saying that we should not talk about the things that we perceive as negative in our day, but to reframe things and to really explore whether or not these scenarios and the people that you encounter throughout your day really did bring some some negative energy into your life or whether you're choosing to see it that way. Because I find for myself oftentimes when when I want to go off on the negative, that if I really stop and think about it and kind of, you know, look at the situation and ask myself some pretty serious questions that I can find the good in it. I can find the truth in it and I can understand how to look at it so that it just doesn't bring me down and, you know, weigh me down in negativity. You know, truthfully, I will say that sometimes it feels easier to complain. (laughs) It does than to make an effort to see the positive side of everything. Even for those of us who practice mindfulness and the art of positive thinking on a daily basis, sometimes it still just feels like hard work, especially when you're in a slump. You think, oh, you know, how am I going to sit here and think positive thoughts when these things are happening to me? And and those are some key words that you want to really look at. These things are happening to me. Okay, we're going to certainly touch on that later. We have a wonderful expert joining us later in the show. So I'm looking forward to that. But just to kind of uh, pave the path for our topic with Dr. Sherry Campbell, I want to just talk 
touch on where these negative thoughts come from and why we choose to to hang on to them. You know, once we become more aware of the effects of negative thinking, both in the moment and in the long run, we can better understand the power of choosing different types of thought. And I think that's so important to recognize is that we have a choice in how we think. We really, really do. Those negative wheels don't have to go spinning around in your mind. You can choose something different. So let's look at where these negative thoughts come from. Okay, they're caused by ingrained patterns that are related to uh, to our own beliefs, our beliefs about self-esteem, security, money, people, life, and everything else. And if you've listened to Million Dollar Mindset Radio before, you've read my columns over at Inc.com, you know that I believe that life teaches us certain things, important people in our lives teach us to believe that life can be difficult, that money doesn't grow on trees, teaches us things about ourselves, our own self-esteem, the way we look at ourselves, the way that we judge and look at others. And, you know, you may have had a thought at some point in your life, for instance, that life is difficult or money doesn't go on trees. Those, those are two really, really popular thoughts. Success is hard. Success is hard work. Making money is hard work. It's really going to be difficult. It's really going to be a struggle. Well, so let's say that, that that seed was planted for you. Then whenever life throws you a curveball, your thought becomes that thought that life is difficult just becomes reinforced and it grows into being a very strong and limiting and negative belief. So as we age and Life, it goes on throwing those curveballs, which it does. No matter how you think, you're going to get those curveballs. I do believe personally that we do have some, I don't like the word control, but that this, the size and the depth and the pain of the curveballs can be different for different people, okay, depending on attitude and belief systems. But let's say you have this belief and and you're getting older and sure enough, life is difficult. You've made a habit of believing that now and it is ingrained in you and you will be very hard pressed to change that habit. But with that said, it's never too late to start discovering yourself and what your thoughts tend to default to. Right, we all have default thoughts and default thinking patterns. Um, I know a woman who who can be the most funny, joyful person to be around, but she can also be the most negative person to be around. And and I've, I've of course talked to her about it, and her her belief is that if she didn't worry about things, then when things go wrong, quote which they always do end quote, I won't be as prepared. And uh, that's something I'm certainly going to ask our, our guests today about. But, you know, my response to that is is usually so. So let's say that something is going to go wrong in, in your mind. You've not just put yourself in a position where you're going to experience that pain, but now you've put yourself in a position where you've also experienced six weeks of pain prior to anything even happening because you've been worrying about it. Why would you put yourself through that? Because I don't believe personally that worry lessens are dull 
dulls the pain of something that uh, we deem negative, not at all. So self, self-knowledge and self-understanding surely take time. But you know what? It's worth exploring. It's worth putting your effort into because the rewards are just, oh, gosh, they're enormous. You'll start seeing the picture of your life much more clearly as you understand what beliefs cause you to think in a negative way. So I'm asking you to explore the way that you think and explore the, the thought behind your negativity. What is it? Where did you learn to be negative? Where did you learn to ask these questions of yourself of, you know, gosh, how bad is it going to be? And, and, you know, why was my day so horrible? Okay. The, the thoughts of the effects of negative thinking are so, so strong. And it goes beyond the emotional feelings and thoughts. Okay, sure. You're going to have days where you feel down or if you really get stuck in this ingrained limiting thinking pattern, uh, the extent of those negative feelings can range from anger, frustration, irritability to anxiety and depression and You'll pass through a lot of other feelings along the way, and none of them will be pleasant. So so this is one reason that you want to really think about shifting your thought processes. Another, of course, the physical effects. The body, when you're in constant stress and negativity, the body lowers its defenses. As negativity, it subtracts from our energy. Think about all of the energy you put into being stressed and thinking negatively and worrying about an outcome and Condemning, judging, criticizing others and yourself and not believing in yourself. Oh, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. Your body, your heart, every part of your body feels the impact of this. You know, you might go as far because the, the, the emotional negative state that you're in may also make it easier to see yourself as less attractive. And so when you see yourself as less attractive, you can easily fall into that why bother? Why bother place? Okay. And not care for your physical needs. Uh, I uh, actually have a relative who was in a really bad space for three or four years in a, an emotionally abusive uh, relationship, actually. And um, she stopped taking care of her teeth. It was horrible. She just stopped taking care of her teeth. And so, you know, that can happen to the strongest and best of us. It's just so easy. So, you know, another effect of of negative thinking is that we close ourselves down to positive possibilities, thoughts of abundance. When we're in a negative state, we just don't attract the elements that would make our lives advance. But instead, we attract the circumstances that support us in thinking there is definitely something wrong. And we can get stuck there. And I mean, really, really stuck. Some people get stuck there for an entire lifetime because they feel like there's no way out. They feel like it's impossible to change. And you know, this this thinking is partly due to a belief that the reason for the negativity is out of their control. They don't believe that it's within them, but that it's within everything and everyone else, that they fall into that victim role. 
But simply put, when we stay thinking negatively, we attract negative emotions and events. Thus, when one is in a negative state, everything seems to go wrong. And also think about the effect that this has on others. You know what it's like to be around a negative Nelly. Think about what your negative attitude and moods may be doing to those you love. Okay, what? Pushing them away, right? Well, it's a total waste of time to fall into this negative thinking and certainly a total waste of energy. We are going to go into break and I look forward to just topping this this part of the show off before Dr. Sherry Campbell joins us in a little bit. I'll see you back here in a minute. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. This is the Toginet Radio Network, broadcasting quality programming to the world. Welcome to Podcasting by Professionals. My name is Keith with Radio Links Broadcast Marketing, and I am here today to introduce you to five top industry pros who will teach you everything you need to know to start your own professional podcast. At the end of the course, we think you'll be well on your way to becoming an expert host of your own show. By the way, please do visit our website. It is podcastingbyprofessionals.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And make sure to head over to Inc.com to check out this week's article. It's on it's on the impact of philanthropy and the ability to give back as a business, let alone an individual. But a lot of small business owners really and truly believe that they can't afford uh, philanthropic endeavors. And this article is going to tell you how. So go to Inc.com slash author slash Marla Tabaka. So we have been talking talking about, actually I've been talking about, and hopefully you've been listening to, the, the effects of negative thinking and, and why we fall into that trap and how those types of thoughts become ingrained in us 
process and where they come from. It's very, very powerful and it's very, very much a waste of time. I mean, if you think of all of the things that I said in that first segment of the show, I'm sure you couldn't think of one single benefit of thinking negatively and remaining in that negative mood, right? Other than the realization that it may be time to change, which is very powerful. And you also have to remember the effects of negative thinking in your body. You know, one of the serious effects of negative thinking is that it causes physical illness and disease. And if you've ever read Eckhart Tolle's uh, Power of Now, you'll learn a lot more about that. And and Louise Hay, too. She's another fabulous writer on this topic. Um, you can heal your life. In fact, Louise Hay states that ingrained negative thoughts and negative feelings that are not released can even cause cancer. Now, she would know because many years ago, she healed herself of cancer, and she's still here to talk about it. So I would consider her an expert on this topic. And speaking of experts on the topic, we are now joined by our fabulous guests. And uh, joining us is a veteran licensed psychologist with two decades of clinical training and experience providing counseling and psychotherapy services to many, many patients. Dr. Cheryl Campbell, I'm so sorry, Dr. Sherry Campbell has helped individuals manage their highest form of stress and survive their lowest low. From winning the lottery, woohoo! to the death of a child. Her interactive sessions are as unique and impactful as her book. And uh, her book is Loving Yourself, The Mastery of Being Your Own Person. And I'm eager to get my hands on that one. Welcome, Dr. (laughs) Sherry, to the Million Dollar Mindset. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so excited. Oh, thanks for squeezing this into your your hectic, hectic, busy day. I I appreciate (laughs) that you can get away. (laughs) I appreciate it greatly. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So so I'd like to know, if I may, if you have a story behind this, I, I'm wondering about what took you on this journey to help people overcome the habits and, and the burden of chronic negative thinking. What brought you to that place? I think just, you know, my own my own childhood, my, my past um, was, was a pretty tumultuous uh, time, and it was very difficult for me to see that there was really anything good um, in, in, in life or love or, or any of those things with how I grew up, which is written about in my book. But um, I did do it, and, and I think I had some, some benefits that I was an elite athlete, so I had some other uh, influences in my life, but I certainly didn't want to live, and, and I could see other people happy, and I knew that I wasn't one of them. And so I had to kind of take it upon myself to learn how to be happy, to create my own happiness and to uh, figure out the reality of doing that, not in sort of a happiness trap way, but in a way of the reality of happiness means also living effectively in a challenge. Mm-hmm. And did you see that? We were talking uh, in the first segment, I was talking about the effects of negativity and how those ingrained thought patterns can occur in us. And and uh, one of the things I said that some people believe that it's very, very difficult to change if they've lived, you know, 20, 30, 40 years in this way of, of life. Did you feel that when when you understood that you had to go through a process to change? Yeah, and, and I think the process is always unfolding, actually. You know, mm-hmm. I think that happiness is is more of a process than it is any kind of an event because let's say you have a great event 
you know, you win something. And then after that, there's a lull. You know, you've got to get back on, on, on that process of, of being happy. And I do believe that happiness sort of acts in a crescendo. I think um, what we see a lot right now with kids is that parents are giving them BMWs when they're 16. Mm-hmm. You know, and so now for them to be happy, they have to have more than a BMW. Um, and that would be kind of tailored to, to anything. For us to stay happy, we have to find the joy also in the smaller things and the appreciation of those things. And so then when something we work hard for, which is a, an integral part of being happy, is working hard for it and achieving something, if it's just given, it doesn't have as much meaning. And so the negative thinking can be very easy uh, to and, and negative thinking is also very lazy thinking. It takes no effort to be negative. And yet that's not the way we were born, right? I mean, it's not like we were, we were born, you know, and we restart right away thinking awful things. You know, we were born into a natural state of happiness, but that changes. It changes and environment is a, is a big piece of that. And, you know, certainly genetics play, play their part as well, depending on what's coming through those genes with depression and other things. But at the end of the day, we can overcome pretty much whatever is there. Mm-hmm. We've seen too many people in this world overcome cancers or health problems mm-hmm. or whatever, and attitude is, is sort of everything. When we are being negative, we are going against ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it's very and, difficult to succeed. It, yeah, it, it will be when you're in that mode. And, you know, I'm, I'm a very big fan of social media. However, one of the problems that I do see along this regard is with all of the happiness experts out there that, mm-hmm. you know, they always put their best face on when they're in social media. And many people make it sound like life is just a bowl of cherries, you know, and it, <laughs> the positive mindset is, and I hope yeah. I don't do this on this show. I hope I'm very realistic about it. The positive mindset is just going to make your life feel flawless and and go on you know the current just being you know wonderful and flowing so um talk to us about the reality around that you know social media is you can be anyone you want (laughs) behind closed Mm -hmm. doors um and i think that there's also people that use social media not for happiness but to really complain about their life too yes so i i see it used in in both ways but both ways garner attention right so I think that happiness is, is like you said, there's a reality to it. There is going to be challenge no matter what. And, and anxiety is a part of life. I mean, thinking negative is also healthy. I mean, if we didn't think negative ever, we wouldn't be able to survive. We need a certain amount of fear, negativity, or anxiety to survive. Otherwise, you know, we're a bunny and the lion's chasing after us. We're not going to throw them, you know, pixie dust and say, don't eat me. You know, we've got to have a reality that, you know, we that there's a survival mechanism to negative thinking. You just don't want to overattach to it, and you want to find a balance. So if you're in a challenge, your goal is to accept that this challenge is uncomfortable, that anxiety isn't good or bad. It's, it's just simply uncomfortable, but you've got to live effectively in that discomfort. And then after that is when you would gain the happiness or the sense of achievement or resilience that you needed to go through that. You know, oftentimes when we're in pain, we have to choose courage over fear. Mm-hmm. And that is the way out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, for me, I find that when I'm in a, a lower state in my life, that acceptance is such the key to, mm-hmm. um, yes. 
finding your way back, right? Instead of yeah. struggling through it. Um, right. So, you know, we're both agreeing here that, that life is going to throw us some curveballs. But again, you hear a lot of experts saying that those will be fewer or that, you know, life isn't as, <laughs> as difficult when you think positive, which I think is true that it's not as difficult. But there comes a point in time where I think, you know, the people who are going to change, like you and I did, make a conscious decision to change our thinking. And, um, you know, they have to accept that work brings difficulty and negative moments. How, mm. how do you bridge that gap? How do, you, how do you go from being constantly negative to thinking, I'm going to change myself and I'm going to change all my thinking, but I'm still going to have negativity in my life? I think it's just to look at, at reality. I mean, I think that there's a real um, misstep with positive psychology in that you can set yourself up for self-abuse. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, I got fired because I had a negative thought. You know, right. I mean, I love the movie The Secret uh, mm-hmm. for the laws of attraction, and it's got a lot of flaws to it in terms yes. of it's not presented as wholly as mm-hmm. I believe it should because we grow the most. From our challenge. Mm-hmm. I think challenge is gifted. It's a gifted to us. So that's a positive way to look at challenge, right? And so you could discipline your mind that this challenge is going to force me to grow. It's going to find my direction in life where I wouldn't be hitting it. It's going to make me question myself. It's going to make me question who I am. These are wonderful psychological things to go through. Otherwise, how else do we expand? If everything was just on this upward spiral, there really wouldn't be any insight. We wouldn't, really wouldn't gave the maturity or gain the knowledge that we need to continue to be successful. So if you're constantly thinking negative, um, that's, that's easy. I mean, that's an easy thing to do. It takes zero effort to think negative. And then you've got to think about the fact that negativity is contagious. So yeah. you then become a disease that infects other things around you. So, yes, you do need to make a conscious effort to stay positive and to see things positively, also knowing that challenges are going to come. You can see those as negative or positive. It's a challenge. Mm -hmm. But you're not going to ever be without challenge, and nor do challenges decrease in your life as you get older, more grown, or more positive. That that is a total fallacy that sets you up to go, this positive thinking stuff is is not working, right? right? So Mm -hmm. it is more about acceptance, and I absolutely love that word because you've got to live effectively, whether it's positive or negative. And if you focus on living effectively, that right there is positive. Yeah. Yeah, most certainly. We're going to be going into a, a break in one minute. And um, I just wanted to make a comment that, yeah, well, it doesn't take any effort to think negatively. It sure sucks a lot of energy <laughs> to think yes, negatively. It does. <laughs> yeah, it really does. And we are here today with Dr. Sherry Campbell, and she is the author of Loving Yourself, The Mastery of Being Your Own Person. And we're going to come back and we're going to talk more about transparency forming your thought and and more about why you should do that, but absolutely more about how you can do it and the benefits of doing that and um, and how it can help you to really evolve your life and be in a more positive environment and stay healthy and well and very, very happy. So make sure to stay tuned. And again, make sure to jump over to Inc.com and see this week's article on why it's crucial, why it's crucial for your company to give back. 
unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Spark Your Soul Radio with Ann Phyllis. Perspectives with purpose, insights with heart. The WooHoo Radio Network show for spiritual seekers and fire starters who are ready to stop feeling lost, alone, confused, or blocked and start tuning into your soul speak so you can ignite all areas of your world from your work to your relationships, lifestyle to legacy. Host Ann Phyllis is a spiritual analyst, fire starter, energy alchemist, and soul truth clairvoyant. Using the heart and purpose-based principles of her signature Soul Sense system, Anne offers weekly wisdom for tuning in, letting go, unlocking, and unblocking. If you've been walking through life with excess baggage, a heavy heart, a feeling of disconnection from your inner life, consider Anne your guide to spark your soul journey and reignite your relationships, life, purpose, work, and spiritual consciousness. Every week on Spark Your Soul Radio, Anne takes you on a journey into the heart of your soul sense. There, she helps translate your energy, essence, and soul truth knowing into positive action and change. From this space of personal awakening and transformation, you're able to reignite your spirit, spark your soul, and live in alignment with your vision and values. Ready to spark your soul? Check out past shows by clicking on the podcast player. Got a question for Anne? Want to be a guest on her show? Visit sparkyoursoul.me and listen to Anne every Thursday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. This is the Toginet Radio Network, radio with a cutting edge. Hey, kids, do you think you're creative? Do you want to be? Don't have enough time for your arts, crafts, and hobbies? Or do you just need a kick in the pants? Hi, I'm Mark Lipinski, the host of Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski, right here on TogiNet Radio. Come on and join me every Wednesday afternoon for some creative inspiration and two of the fastest, fun-filled hours of your week. Hey, need ideas? How about a little motivation and a lot of inspiration? Join the fun on Creative Mojo with me, Mark Lipinski. I'm here live every Wednesday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern, 1 Pacific, right here on toginet.com. Now what are you waiting for? Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And we are here with Dr. Sherry Campbell having a wonderful and fabulous conversation about negativity and, and the true reality behind positive thinking, which is so perfect for this program. And Dr. Sherry, I know from being a coach that when people are finally ready to make this transformation, to begin this journey of transformation, I should say, they, they, they must first accept some responsibility, right? That it isn't about being done to, it's about the doing of, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and sometimes 
it's it's difficult in the beginning to understand that not only is it time to accept our responsibility for how our life is going, but it's also we have to realize that we have responsibility on our of our own to change it, and that we can't necessarily rely on others to create change for us. That you know we can't ask people to change to suit us, but we have to begin the journey. Talk to us about that. You know, uh, this is a lot about what I write in my book is that we often really give people so much power to determine our worth and we become uh, confrontation avoidant and pleasing in order to maintain connection with people. And we lose ourselves in our relationships when we do this because the other person becomes the standard by which we think we need to live by. So if they leave, we are left with nothing. Uh And so your job should be, I'm going to take care of myself for the world or my partner and my partner should take care of himself or herself for me, right? Mm -hmm. So getting into um, self-care on a daily basis, first of all, is going to bring you a lot of confidence and knowing you can stand on your own and the balance between being dependent to being interdependent with somebody. Um, Certainly anyone that we love is going to affect us and if they leave, we're going to be sad. But um, when you lose yourself, into a relationship, that is because you have abandoned yourself. So you never, ever want to make anyone but you um, the first thing that you take care of. You've, you've got to do the things that you, that you need and want to do for yourself first so that you have something to give to your work, to your partner, to your children, whatever it is. If you're constantly giving yourself away, first of all, you're likely to get ill and um, not likely to get better because it's not someone else's responsibility to fill you up. Yeah, that's so, so true. And as, as you're saying that those words are really resonating because I work a lot with female entrepreneurs who are also moms. And, uh, that is one of the hurdles that we work on is understanding that you got to put that air mask on first, you know? Yes. And, um, mm-hmm. there's a lot of resistance behind that. So I was going to ask you to talk more about where that mindset develops. And, and I'm kind of hearing you say that it's because you've given yourself away. How does that, how does one come to getting to that place? You know, it's actually much easier than you think. I mean, our smartest, most successful people can give themselves away into a relationship. I mean, there's nothing more <laughs> um, discombobulating sometimes than love, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and we can really lose ourselves in whatever our picture of that is, and we try hard and we try hard, and the next thing we know, we're not happy, they're not happy, but we're not good enough, and we're continually told this, we, we please and we please and we please, and we are now doing things we never would have done before, and we're, we're lost. Mm-hmm. And our whole world becomes centered on, does this person want me or not? And uh, when you get there, you've gotten yourself lost, and it's, you've got to scale back, and that's hard for people. They want to get out there and control losing something before they lose it whether it's a job, a relationship, or whatever. And the moment you start controlling it, it's going to go down Mm -hmm. quicker. You've got to get back to yourself. You know, we are the sexiest or we are the most respected when we're being ourselves and standing in our own. And so if people could remember that and then just do stuff for that part of you every day, um, it makes you a little less afraid and dependent on anything outside of you. Mm-hmm. And and I've heard you use that word control, and and isn't that true? I think that for me, one of the scariest things about this this journey journey is that it is partially about giving up control, and yeah. even giving up control of 
you know, when you're in situations that, that you feel trapped in, you know, our tendency is to fight, to struggle. But once mm-hmm. we, again, just fall into that form of acceptance, it is so, so powerful. And a lot of these entrepreneurs that I mentioned earlier, you know, when I first started coaching and, and these women would come in and say, well, I need to do this for my husband and my kids. This, and, You know, my, my inclination was to think to myself, mm-hmm. those darn husbands, you know, yeah, but then, right, right. you know, we get into the coaching relationship and I, I would find out that their husbands are not the ones putting the pressure on them. They're no. doing it to themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that, um, Loving yourself means that you, you, you commit to certain things on a daily basis, you know, physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. You've got to figure out what you need to be you. Mm-hmm. And if anyone outside of you is telling you to shrink from being you, then we do have a problem only if you agree. Right. You know, what agreements are you going to make? Um, typically, uh, we put so much pressure on ourselves that we start to create obstacles that aren't there and we cast blame out to, well, I can't because of my husband. I can't. Um, I can't because of my kids. Those are all decisions that, that you're that you're making. And so those are going against yourself. If there's a will, there's a way. There's too many people that show us this in our world, right? So the difference between them and us is that they find a way. They're resourceful. They're resilient. They think out of the box. They take some risks, and they go for it, and they do it. And then they have a tremendous amount of love. So many of us just stay comfortable. And um, there's a certain amount of self-love you can have in in the comfort, but it's not going to be a depth of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so getting yourself out there, doing for yourself, making yourself less dependent on other people, um, and being passionate about whatever you're doing brings a tremendous amount of um, individuality to your life, which we all need. And it opens your eyes to opportunity because let's face it, when we're stuck in this negative, negative grind, we don't see opportunity. We're too stressed out, you know, being stuck. And so is is it possible to train yourself to move more clearly into those areas of opportunity? Yeah, I think that it's kind of about self-talk. I mean, we we all know um, that how we talk to ourselves can spin off down a very negative place and we're projecting all these fears forward, which is anxiety. This is what this would happen if I did this and this would happen if I did that. We have no idea if that's going to happen, but if that stops you from doing, then you, you, you just never get to where you want to go. So it's learning that anxiety isn't good or bad. It's just uncomfortable, but it's mm-hmm. a part of the growth process. So doing through a challenge is living effectively. You can't stop doing just because you don't feel good. Mm-hmm. You know, all of your ducks don't have to be in a row for you to be successful. You don't have to be rid yourself of self-doubt to be successful. Mm-hmm. Self-doubt can be an incredible motivator. Right. Um, you know, it's just living effectively, and that comes in the doing. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, you know, because of this show, because I write for Inc. Magazine, I, I have the privilege of speaking with so many successful experts like yourself. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, most of them will will just will say, absolutely. Do I get afraid? Yeah, absolutely. Do I doubt my ability from time to time? Yeah, <laughs> it's it's what you do with that information. That is important. exactly exactly. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's funny because I write for entrepreneur, but I've not stepped foot in corporate America. So, mm, you know, yeah. sometimes I have to ask my boyfriend, like, who am I writing about right now? Because I know the patterns of behavior so well. 
But I could let that fear or that lack of experience being in corporate America hinder me from writing or not. I'm an expert of patterns of behavior. A workplace is where all of those patterns get acted out. So I might need to know, am I doing leadership or salespeople? I don't know. (laughs) I didn't (laughs) work for my boyfriend, but you know, it's still, it's still the pattern. It's, it's about getting beyond that fear and and not feeling like you have to have everything in line to go now start Mm -hmm. to make something happen. Perfection doesn't exist, you know, and sometimes, you know, it's, it's out of your imperfections that just even some gifts or leads come through. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. being willing to be flexible and open, but in charge. You've got to be in charge of your life. You've got to be willing to be in charge. Uh, it's easy to let other people be in charge and then get mad when it doesn't work out the way you want. Isn't that just the easy way to go? Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you didn't do this or you didn't yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so-and-so, right. I know. Always playing the victim is what it amounts to. Everything right. happens to me. Yeah. And so when, uh, when we're in this role, we can tend to strive for that perfection. And as you said, it just doesn't exist, but isn't that a nice way to keep yourself safe, right? Because then you don't have to take the risk. And and I've done it myself right. where I've had new products I want to put out or, you know, a new group uh, course that I want to introduce. And I think, oh, you know, I find all these reasons not to, and I feel nice and safe. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, you know, I think that um, it, it comes down to, again, it's just self-love, self-respect. You know, self-respect or self-love has very little to do with how other people treat us. Mm-hmm. It, it's what we allow to happen to us. Um, it's, if we don't follow through on something that we said we're going to do, we're not going to get self-love or respect. If we say mm-hmm. we're going to do something, we need to do it. Um, we're not going to get what we want if we don't say what we want. Do yeah. you know what I mean? So yeah. you have to activate for yourself. Is it scary? Yeah. Could you get rejected? You sure could. But mm-hmm. a rejection is just one door that you don't have to worry about anymore. Then you go to the next one. Yeah. And so staying positively minded, I would say, to tie back into yep. the beginning of the conversation, is, is about being resilient more than it is about just manufacturing grateful thoughts that you really don't feel because you want to feel grateful, you know, because it can be very mechanical with how it's preached mm-hmm. yeah. um, in our society. It's really about resilience. You're yeah. going to get no's in life. It's okay. You will be thankful for them if you just yeah. keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'll learn so much if you're just open to that possibility and if you stop getting, allowing yourself to be stuck in the, in the, in the, outcomes that don't align with what you believe you want. And we're going into another break. When we come back, we're going to talk about about routines in life and how they affect us and, and how you can develop a routine that will support your positive thought process. We'll be back in just a minute or two. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. It's time to devote time to yourself and strap yourself in for a fun, down-to-earth, enthusiastic, compassionate, easy-to-understand discussion on the unlimited ways you can be all that you want to be. Join us for B-Institute Radio with Christine McKee on Toginet Radio. Each week, 
Christine will have lively and open discussions and interviews, share stories and case studies, and hear from experts on the topic of the week. Christine, a registered psychologist from Australia and published author of Be By Design, How I Be is Up to Me, hosts lively discussions and interviews every Thursday evening at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. The WooHoo Radio Network presents the Diva Download with Tracy and Tasha. If you think Diva is all about attitude and drama, think again. The Diva Download is the premier online radio program where girls of all ages, shapes, sizes, and colors get together to redefine what it means to be a diva so that all girls can discover their inner diva and develop a healthy sense of self-worth and self-esteem. Being a true diva means you're diverse, involved, value-driven, and active. That's today's diva. If you want to celebrate the girl in your life through education, encouragement, empowerment, and entertainment, join us every week on Tuesdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time and celebrate the essence of being a girl only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. If you'd like to learn more about Dr. Sherry's book, you can go to her website at SherryCampbellPhD.com. And, and Sherry spells her name S-H-E-R-R-I-E. C-A-M-P-B-E-L-L-P-H-D dot com. Yeah, I'm sure you get probably a lot of misspellings on that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There's a billion ways to spell my name, so I uh, appreciate you spelling it out for me. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, Dr. Sherry, I have encountered so many people who just get into that rut of if I don't work harder and harder and harder, I'm not going to succeed. I'm not going to find my purpose. I'm not going to live my best self, whatever, and my business is never going to make money, but it's important to get out of those routines and do some healthy stuff for yourself. Talk to us about how we can do that. You know, we don't want to be having, you know, a big case of the diagnostic seriosity problem. You know, I mean, Mm -hmm. life is serious, but it also um, needs to have joy, whatever those things are. Take breaks. It's so refreshing to take a break. You will actually look forward to getting back to work. Um, yeah. Sometimes even taking a break from your marriage, you know, going away for a weekend with friends or by yourself will remember, help you to uh, remember that you appreciate your wife or husband. Um, those breaks shouldn't include affairs, people. But, you know, I just think <laughs> taking taking breaks, I see a lot of infidelity in my office, so taking breaks, timeouts that are catered toward you, your needs and your happinesses are incredibly important and refreshing. We need it. We're a very work-hard society. And with the economy being what it has been, we've all kind of buckled down and and worked even harder. And uh, we all are going to run out. I mean, we're just human beings and there's burnout. And uh, once we hit burnout, negativity will enter. It's its most favorite place to breed is in burnout. So it when you get there, take that as a sign that you want to, you need to take a break, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. And uh, there'll, there'll be people who say, no, I can't. I can't. Oh. No, you really can't. <laughs> the world yeah. will keep turning without you. You yeah. really can do it. And you'll feel better because of it. 
Yeah. Well, I think that that what your patients and and my clients find is that when they begin doing this, they actually uh, there's an illusion that you have more time because you have a lot more energy and you're much more clear headed, and so you can be far more productive. You know, too, I'm very um, scheduled with my time, you know, the way that I would schedule patients or my daughter and her activities and stuff like that and my, my writing career that I have as well is I just make sure that my time is very scheduled and I am organized with it and then I never feel like I don't have enough time. Mm-hmm. And um, because of that, I also have time to run an hour every single day. Wow. Um, there are ways to do that. I can see 40 patients, have a 10-year-old, and have a whole writing career and still run an hour a day. Mm. When you are dedicated to time, time will be your friend. If you're not, if you procrastinate, you get behind the ball, time really becomes difficult. Or if you have too much time, you can, you're like, oh, well, I can do that tomorrow, and you never get anything done, right? Mm-hmm. So managing your time is, is incredibly important, and that helps you get the breaks that you need. I need that hour every day after I leave. Oh, yeah. 12 patients yeah 11 I need I need to get that detox so I can come home to to my personal life and not have work with me yeah. so it's important that you schedule your time yeah and it really is not just honoring yourself but honoring your loved ones and the the people that you're going to spend that evening with um, that you shed that. Mm-hmm that day and leave it behind you. A big topic today is is life purpose, living my purpose, finding my purpose. Mm-hmm. How, yeah. uh, you know, like, is there any like magic formula or magic button people can <laughs> press to find their purpose? Okay, so not, not, no, there's not, you know, um, you know, I, I had um, dinner with this, this, this amazing uh, couple the other night, and, and he is very, very successful. And she was complaining that you know he doesn't uh, he doesn't um, see value in suffering over over things that he would see as small that you know she wants those validated and it was interesting sitting with him he has just a ton of money but his thinking is I'm so lucky I am so lucky so I I, I can't see the value in spending time on this small problem that happened because when I look at my life in the bigger yeah. picture. It's so this way, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be a great article. Like, for an entrepreneur, you know, I've got, I've got to write this. This guy's fascinating, and I totally understood his his wife as well. And and validation is always important. But he said that his job wasn't his passion. He 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 um, made himself accommodate to his job. Mm. So, is he doing his passion? I don't know, but he made it passionate for himself. So he created the job to work for him, even though maybe initially it wasn't exactly what he wanted to do, but he found a way to be passionate about it. And I just thought that was absolutely brilliant thinking. Um, We could go in and hate a job every day, and that's easy. Or we could say, I'm going to make myself accountable to this job and find the things about it that I love and then be successful. It's just a choice. Yeah. It is a choice. And, you know, I always say that I don't care if your job is to clean the toilets or run a <laughs> Fortune, you know, 100 company. You've got to put right. passion into it and make it into something. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. you're just going to end up being your own worst enemy. So it <laughs> is because you will get in there and you'll just be focusing on everything that you, you just absolutely can't stand instead of focusing on um, uh, the the, the benefits of, of what you're doing. It's learning to see what's there. Uh, and, you know, he drove off in a Lamborghini, so whatever he's wow. doing is working. Yeah. 
Yeah. And he was humble and down to earth and just lovely. So, yeah. you know, it's just something to sit with a person like that that's been to that level and to see how they think. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that's great modeling. There isn't any reason that we can't think any differently than he does. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so it's just fascinating to kind of sit with, with someone like that. And um, he was joyful, and, and I think he's very logical, very good at what he does, but he found a way to make it work. Yeah, recognizing that... Uh, that gratitude that I am so lucky part of yourself for me is a daily, daily activity. And it just raises my energy so much to sit down and make that list and to all day really have my mind open to what am I witnessing today that just makes me feel really good. And mm-hmm. it just, it just mm-hmm. keeps that, that mindset, that mind open for the possibilities, which I And love. here's, here's another thing. There's going to be bad days. Yeah. That's okay. No one's failing. It's going to pass. <laughs> um, sometimes the more we resist a bad day, the worse we make it. So um, there are going to be bad days. I'm, I'm for certain this man has had bad days in his life. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it's just living effectively in the bad day. Mm-hmm. And that to me, it all comes down to the doing. And I think it's just such a natural cure for it. You know, you drink alcohol, you're probably going to learn to swim. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, that's mm-hmm. not going to help anything. If, if your wife is complaining because you don't come home from work soon enough and then you don't want to hear the complaining so you stay at work longer to avoid it, then you just create a whole mess. You know, yeah. so there's just ways to not avoid it. Just If you have a bad day, just trust. It's uncomfortable. But it's going to pass. It's going to pass, and you don't need to do anything about it. You don't need to overattach to it, and nor do you need to deny that it's there. Mm-hmm. for you to be successful. Just get through the day. It'll pass. Yeah. And yeah. So I, I, of it. Yeah. I see it as a train. You know, if you choose to get on that bad day train and, and you know, you, that, that can be a really long ride. You, you just have to observe and go into that place of, of observation and acceptance, yeah. as you say, and, and, uh, and be with it and take responsibility too. You know, I, I know I had an incident yeah. in my life just last month where I felt really attacked by someone and I usually don't find myself in those situations. And, you know, my immediate impulse was, well, well, she, you know, and then I yeah. thought about it. I thought, okay, what's my share of responsibility in this? And it, it really helped me to feel better to recognize that I did have some responsibility in it. And it takes that victim role out of it so much. So. And let's say, let's say this. Let's say you didn't have responsibility, right? Because sometimes mm-hmm. we literally get attacked and we don't have any responsibility in it. Mm-hmm. Still, nothing unfair is happening to you. Right. How are you going to handle the fact that you just got unfairly attacked? Mm-hmm. Right. Is it yeah. going to define you? Are you going to attack back? What does that do? Um, or, or can you say, wow, I just got attacked by so, someone. Let's say you're close to this person. You might want to evaluate. Is this a person that is healthy for my life? Yeah. Or did this person have a bad day? Um, yeah. You know, because we've all had moments where we've been attacked. Or did Dairy Queen when I was like 16 and got attacked by a customer. I didn't do anything, right. <laughs> you know, and I, I yeah. took it so personal and, and I'm crying in the back. And of course I was young, but you know, that happens at all ages. It just, it just happens. Um, yeah. and that, that's going to be there, but who are you going to be? Who mm-hmm. are you going to be? That's what you have to worry about. Yeah. 
Absolutely. How am I going to show up? Yeah. So, right. Dr. Sherry, we have like only two minutes left in this show. I can't believe how fast it went. I'd love for that to be an opportunity for you to, to give us a little bit more of an insight on what's inside of loving yourself and uh, where people can grab a copy of it. So anywhere, I mean, Barnes & Noble, Amazon.com, my website, AuthorHouse.com. Um, and it's, you know, it's a journey. It's, it's a, it's a personal journey. I, I, in other words, if I were overweight, I wouldn't go to an overweight person to ask how to lose weight. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm showing in the first piece of the book that I walk my talk and I, I go through a much, uh, a very exposed way of my personal trauma to show the reader that if I can get through what I did, then you can as well. I went through quite a bit. And then the rest is very much a do it yourself psychology book. If you can't afford therapy or you don't want to go or you just want a great book to have in conjunction with your therapy to go ahead and read it because it is, um, it's, it's learning how to master being your own person, not what other people want you to be or tell you to be or what you need to shrink to be to make them comfortable. That's not what this is about. It's you've got to be responsible for your life and pick up the shattered pieces no matter what your parents did or abandonments you went through, abuse you went through which I went through all of it. So I was able to pick myself up. I do think I'm very resilient, but I teach resilience all throughout the book as well. And so it's a beautiful journey and um, getting wonderful reviews. And I'm so happy because I almost didn't publish it because it's so personal. Oh. Uh, but it's now a risk. I'm very, very happy and blessed that I took. Uh, yeah, it sounds like a beautiful and, and really, really helpful and insightful book. Thank you so much for joining us today. This mm, was amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It was wonderful. Oh, <laughs> Thank thanks. you so much. And I hope that you'll all be here again on Million Dollar Mindset Radio joining us next week. And uh, sure, hop on over to Inc. and check out this week's article, Why It's Crucial for Your Company to Give Back and, and How You Can Actually Afford Philanthropic Endeavors Within Your Small Business. So it's doing really well. People are enjoying it. So go check that out. And we will see you next week on Million Dollar Mindset Radio. This is Marla Tabaka, find me at MarlaTabaka.com. We'll see you soon. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka on Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to get there, and